HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Welcome to Heritage Radio Network on tour. I'm Lindsay Collins of F&B Radio, and today we're broadcasting live from the Charleston Wine and Food Festival. We want to thank Ben's Friends for making our coverage today possible. This afternoon, we're focusing on conversations on building a sustainable lifestyle and finding balance in the hospitality industry, because that's really hard. (laughs) Big thanks to Charleston Wine and Food Festival for having HRN down here for the fifth year in a row. Hey, hey, hey. And we're going to get right into it because I'm super excited to be sitting down with two of my buds and one of my buds from New York. Hannah's sitting in. Jordan from HRN. Yo. So happy to have you. It's always my favorite thing to see you. It's like become one of the things that I look forward to the most because I'm just like, it feels like a reunion. Likewise. likewise. When I first met you guys, I was like, oh, so nervous and so just impressed with everything that you do. And now I feel pumped like, oh, it's like a... It's like a reunion. The feeling is mutual. Us us podcasting babes have to stay together. Yes. Promote each other. (laughs) Yes. Send each other encouraging text messages and (laughs) selfies. Because you always have really good um, pins. You and Katie will also send me pictures of her her pins, which I love. You guys have the best pins. Thank you so much. We need to reorder those. They're great pins. Oh, that's the voice of Mari Sorza. Guys, Mari is, uh, welcome to the show, Mari. Thank you so much for having me. I also want to thank the one and only Nida Freda. Welcome Hello. to the show. Hi. Wait, Freire. It, it's Portuguese, but I'm Cuban, so it's very confusing all around. It's Freire, but it's impossible to say <laughs> without sounding like Alex Trebek, where you're like, salsa. <laughs> so, Freire, but you know, well, my s- husband's last name is Hudson, and I'm like, should I just go for that already? It's oh. just so much more Charleston. I know, but I do I do love it. I do it. love the flair of the, you know, like, I'm from Miami, guys. Get used to it. Exactly. <laughs> from I, Miami. I'm because, like, I, I know we're going to be friends when you roll up with a bag full of bagels. I'm right? Like, I'm like, here's some bagels. really like, do. You can't show up without, you know, a hostess gift. Oh, my God. Nida um, owns two amazing businesses here in Charleston, one of which is Rinzo, which during the week is pizza. And now on Mondays, the Chinese pop-up, we're going to talk about that in a second because I love it. It's pretty cool. Um, We're just trying to fill all the holes that, as people that used to live in New York and Miami, are very desperate to fill, mostly for selfish reasons. We're like, how can I get General So's on the reg? (laughs) Yes. Should I just... Do it myself? Do I Fine. Do that now? Do I have to do everything myself? Like do I have guys, to make these bagels on Sundays? I make bagels. I got to make pizza. I got to make craft cocktails and sell shitty beer on top of that. <laughs> You're killing the game. Um, I am so excited that you guys are both here because Mari actually, 
I know you from two worlds. You're also my best friend, so I'm not going to pretend like I don't know you. Oh, my God. Full disclosure, yeah. soldier post. Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally yep. candid here. But Mari is a bartender and a comedian. So those are yeah. two worlds that I feel like make very uh, much sense in my, my heart and F&B Radio's heart. Thank you so much. Yeah, that is how we met, because you did a live show that blew my mind. Oh. What's the policy on swearing on this? Uh, as much as you would. Oh, okay. <laughs> I did it already, so I was like, FCC, sorry. It blew no, we're my mind. So. Thank you. It was a food and bev themed sketch show. Like everything yes. had this element of you've either eaten in a restaurant or worked one, and it was, I mean, chef's fingertip kiss. <laughs> it was so good. And then the other tie that binds is that we're all moms. Yes. Some of us moms for a couple years. Some of us moms just recently. Nida's baby is actually right in front of us. You guys she at is. home are not able to see her cuteness, but Izzy is here. Izzy is here. She's wearing a faux fur vest. Um, yes, she is. She is definitely styled out tonight. Uh, I'm trying to make her wear the most embarrassing things I can while I still have that option. Yes. So she can fight me. I will say yes. some babies couldn't pull that off. And yeah. she is pulling it off. Nailing it. Yeah. You know, it's all about balance. You know, she has the really slim fitting leggings to balance out the, uh -huh. you know, the top. You can't do yes. two heavy things. It's uh -huh. got to be one or the other. I think I'm the only one who doesn't have a baby, but looking at, at your baby, I'm like, I'm already pregnant. You're convinced. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Her ovaries yeah. are just That's sorry. how we get you. Pulsating. That's Izzy, you know? <laughs> she is Hi, perfect. She's four and months old um, as of two days ago, so she's very new. Yes. Still kind of getting used to being outside and um, not being in a dark, wet womb. <laughs> Sometimes you feel like they want to go back right? in there. I feel like that, too. <laughs> Even now, I'm struggling to be out here and like, not in a dark, wet womb. Um, but it's, and Mari Arlen, your baby, is a year and a half today. A year today. and a half today. Wow. Yeah. And, and you have three. I have three, but I have one baby that really kind of, I, you sort of forget as they get older how hard it can be when they're babies. So yeah. I've been thrown back into the freshness of juggling everything and dealing with a newborn because my other boys are six and seven. Yeah. So they're like, they can do a lot of stuff for themselves. But the newborn situation, I want to kind of talk to both of you about this because uh, when Hannah kind of approached me, she was curious about balance, quote unquote. In Heard of it? <laughs> Believe yeah. in it? It's when one part of the scale is on the floor and right. the other one's uh, <laughs> tipped upside down as high as it can go. That's it. Yeah, balance. balance. That's yeah. my life. <laughs> and specifically in food and beverage because I don't know about you guys. Like, I'll be curious to hear from each of you and we can kind of start with Mari. But what? how much do you work per week in a restaurant or bar? I probably, mine is a little different because it is a music venue. So I could have... Depending on what the schedule is, I could work five nights a week or I could work two. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. And then Nida, you're I'm, I'm in a weird situation because I, I have like a seemingly pretty sweet deal in a lot of ways. I live upstairs from Renzo, which is across the street from Faculty Lounge. Smart. So they're all within 30 seconds of one another. So I can pop upstairs if I need to. I can pop downstairs. I can run across the street, which I do a lot. Um, but because I'm also an owner, I don't have to be there unless I absolutely feel like I need to be. I can definitely schedule somebody to be there in my stead. We have yeah. really great staff. Faculty is kind of um, really, you know, a well-oiled machine at this point. Or, you know, it's definitely a neighborhood bar that's, you know, been around for a long time. So it knows who it is. Yeah, like yeah. It's, it's found its identity and it's pretty... Um, you know, easy to kind of uh, just, you know, check in and not have to do too much to change things up. It's, you know, pretty stable. Frenzo's still fairly new, but we have such a good staff that 
I can, you know, still pop in and check in and help out when it's busy and then retreat to the background and just kind of pop upstairs and help Izzy out and do that a lot. So it's a little, a little much do to kind like of juggle you're always working instead I, of yes. just not like, like I work five nights a week. I'm just no, pretty much like, always on always in some on capacity. Like, yeah. But it's nice because I don't feel like I have to really answer to anyone at the same time where it's like, oh, you're late. It's like, well, I wrote the schedule and I put myself <laughs> as on. That means I might be there. That means on when I get here. Yeah. It's like if I want to, I'll be on. <laughs> Um, but it's I'm always on yeah. at the same time. So I do a lot of stuff from home for the restaurant and the bar. Um, I do a lot of the, you know, kind of unseen sort of work where it's like social media, payroll, scheduling, ordering, budgeting. So a lot of that stuff that happens outside of the actual service period happens all the time. So in one way or another, I'm always on. <laughs> so Nida works 24 hours a day. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm with Izzy too. So. Yeah. And everyone <laughs> wonders why kids just want to grab phones right? <laughs> all the time. <laughs> So I'm curious, Mari, when you first had Arlen, was there a moment where you were like, there's no way I can go back to working at the bar? Or was there, or were you always just like, no. I, I got this. I this think is great. My, I think I immediately thought I got this. Because I think I worked at the bar until 39 weeks. Damn. Which was very cool. <laughs> I was blessed with like a very easy pregnancy. That's so very cool. and then on top of the music hall being great and not making me feel bad for like not being able to like lift cases right. of gear up two flights of stairs, it was like, oh, and you're just gonna like clean the keg system today, <laughs> or like you're just gonna like wipe down the the counter. So they very much like helped with that. And then once I had the kid, it is such like a like a very special time. But even that, like the the isolation of it does get old real quick that even if I was working a night or two, it was, I called it being paid to have a social life. Like if I, I can that. just, yeah. if I can just go to work and like see people. Right, just for two hours And even. like, yeah, it was, and they were awesome. They let me like pump in Bonnie's office and. That's a dream because yeah. that is the number one yeah. most difficult thing. I would thing. just sit and like chomp chips for 20 minutes. <laughs> like like we're, on your phone, just scrolling. Yeah, just be like, oh, this rules. And then just like go back to work and feel somewhat normal. Although at the same time, not at all. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, because it's a huge. I think for me, when I had my kid, I like my first kid, I just couldn't, I, my whole world was so rearranged that I couldn't see anything being normal again. So I sort of blanketed it to everything. I was like, I'll never be able to like. Oh, it feels like that for sure. Yeah. Like it's like, I'll never sleep again. Yeah. I'll never, you know, not feed her every hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> like it'll just be every hour and a half. It's something. And it still is to some extent because they do need something pretty often, whether it's eating, sleeping, changing. They're just fussing. There's, you know, only so much time that they're just chill. Yeah. Before yeah. they explode again. Well, and when I come in, I've been in Dorenzo so many times, but. But recently. Recently. Yeah. yeah. And every time I've seen Izzy either in her little carrier sleeping, like right next to the booth, <laughs> yeah. in the back. Like she's very much a part of the restaurant, yeah. which I think is an amazing That's... perk of owning the restaurant. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's like, sorry, my baby's here, oh, but. Yeah, but no, not but no one. Not, not sorry. sorry at all. Yeah. And she oh, totally. seems no, exactly. love it. at peace there. She loves being in the space. I think she's um, more kind of at home and acclimated to that noise than she is when she's upstairs and she's by herself and Eric and I are trying to get work done around her and she's like, uh-uh, I don't think so. Well, they say that. Like, yeah. I have a question too, like, yeah. has being, like, going through a pregnancy and now being a mom affected your leadership as, like, someone who's, like, well, like are you thinking about things differently than you might have before experiencing this and, like, how, like, you know, what you're offering your staff and, like, 
I think we, we've been really lucky to have really great staff. Um, so um, one of the things like before I, you know, when I was pregnant and was working towards not being there as much, I definitely had people on staff that were really nice about like taking on more work and taking on more responsibility and, you know, taking on more of what I would normally do. So I've been really lucky to have people just step up that I would have liked to maybe promote earlier and didn't really have the time um, or budget to do where I was doing everything myself. And now that I've had, you know, to take a bit of a step back, they've been able to really come up and um, just like really help me out. So I've been really grateful in that sense um, to have really amazing, smart people on board to help make the transition a little bit easier. Um, so that's been helpful. And it's also forced me to kind of not do everything myself, which I'm really bad at. I'm just yeah. very much like, oh, I'll just figure it out. Oh, I can just do that. No, it's no big deal. But it's really important to be able to delegate and let other people um, learn and make mistakes and also just you know provide a different perspective and show that um, they also have valid and interesting things to contribute to the restaurant. And yeah. it makes them more, I think, empowered at work too. And I feel like we've always been good about letting people kind of make their own decisions to some extent. And we're not like super corporate in any way at all, obviously, because we live upstairs and it's a mom and pop kind of place. So we do give people a lot of freedom as it is, but it's, it's important, I think, to make that, I think, more apparent sometimes and less of a just um, de facto sort of thing and more of an intentional sort of program. So we've been blessed to have that opportunity to um, really let some of the guys in the kitchen especially take on more responsibility and the guys that we have now are just so awesome and so smart and talented and responsible that it's been really easy to kind of step back and let things still run um, in, in my, you know, maternity leave. Um, yeah. It's kind of a funny one because I was... Yeah. Well, that's another thing. I'm so glad you brought maternity leave up because the last... I've, I've had three pregnancies now all working at restaurants and each time I just quit my job. Yeah. And yeah. it was really tough because I was like, they either couldn't offer me a guaranteed position when I got back, which felt really terrible because one of the places I had worked at for over five years yeah. for multiple stores, if you will, right. the business. And I just remember being like, I all, I gave you all of that. Right. And yeah. you can't like make sure like that in three I months have a space that I can get anything. Uh, yeah. I, I was willing to like go down in position yeah. or like run food or right. whatever and they just were like we just uh, can't tell and granted this was seven years ago when I think that was more of the norm yeah. in restaurants and the landscape like, has changed whatever so yeah, what are you gonna do even but so did the music hall ever were they ever like what are you gonna do or did no, they make you make they, any choices no they're awesome that's I mean incredible. they're all it's it is funny that that's also kind of like a mom and pop feel i mean it's charles nicholas and bonnie like running the yeah, show doing a lot yeah so i mean there was never any question that and charles is a dad too yeah now he is yeah. and nicholas is too wow. so it's funny that we do have this little like crew now and i don't know if they got it like when i was pregnant it was but, like, contagious they get probably it now. <laughs> like, i mean they were like yeah you sneezed on them and now yeah. you know I they're totally having babies did. But don't talk about contagious. Right yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's on. Anna's already pregnant, guys. Okay? Guys, <laughs> he's right here. She's but so sweet. It's been. It was. It was awesome to to come back, but for my own sanity, but also on the maternity leave of like the financial side is the huge burden. It's like yes, my husband and I, Henry and I, have always been 50-50 on everything. Even when we're married, it's like, all right, where's your half of the rent? Where's your half of the Oh, whatever. And, yeah. and then I got pregnant and had a kid and I like looked and I was like, my mattress cash is gone. Yeah. I was like, I'm oh. I'm broke. 
Like I wasn't even thinking of it. I was like, I have no money. I was like, I have to go back <laughs> I have to no work. Yeah. And see. <laughs> I have nothing. Where's my go bag? Yeah. And that's something it, that it, I and that's probably the first like time I cried, like after having a kid. It wasn't even anything. Really? It was like me being poor. <laughs> being like, oh no. I guess I'm always gonna be poor now. Yeah. Like, oh my god, I like tuck my tail between my legs, I'm like, I have to ask my husband for money. Yeah, but that is like a bad feeling oh. because you feel like you're you're in a position to kind of accept charity or something else from others to like make it work or choose between my my particular situation with the last baby was I was gonna have to give up breastfeeding because they didn't have a place for me to pump which is technically illegal right but uh, they did have yeah. a place but it, it really wouldn't like feasible. use it or no they they would have it was, just it, was it like the walk-in yeah it was it was, <gasps> it was worse that would have been like at least one temperature it was right, like a shed out temperature. outside <laughs> of the restaurant yeah. and I there's no like office that you could use or something. No, well, because if you if you've ever been in a restaurant, you know that's the last that's, thing the that they place. build. Yeah, it's totally. always like some weird little closet. Or, oh, like, we don't have an office at Renzo, right? So I'm like, I'm like they don't have an office. A table. There's the a floor length. Yeah, I mean, just can we drop a, yeah. a linen? Yeah, and I'll just crawl under. <laughs> I'll just go into that booth the and way it was even meant if I to be. Could, and I, I, this was on me. This wasn't the restaurant, but I felt it really impossible to walk away from my station because the type of service that I provide like it's always been very fine dining very high pace my the amount of money I make is is directly correlated I, with me taking present. care of them yeah. so if all of a sudden I'm gone for 30 minutes that's like a really I, weird shift for the guests could you imagine if like, your server right didn't back, she's come just over pumping? for 30 yeah. minutes yeah, she's just her, her she's pumping it's, do you guys know what that means does that make you want to eat more <laughs> just you. hold tight yeah yeah <laughs> it, just you just pause you guys take a walk or whatever and she'll be right back with you and so it just is a weird insert to have someone who doesn't know them like my staff was happy to jump in, but it made me feel like I was letting my guests down being like, they're not getting the experience that the people on the first turn got because I didn't have to pump. And right. I felt really like I had to make a choice. Well, when you're in a I busy restaurant, it's hard to even keep track of time sometimes. You're like, oh my God, what time is it? Like, yeah. I should have pumped yeah. an hour ago. Or like, I'll have to go upstairs sometimes. And, you know, I mean, I, I live upstairs. So like, that's a little bit easier yeah. for sure. And it's my house, so that's nice. But it's still sometimes really stressful to, you know, plan when to do that when you have people at the door and all the tables are full and you're you know just trying to keep the restaurant going it's really hard to walk away from that yeah oh, it's I would, totally yeah i would be cleaning like the parts of the pump in the public bathroom at the music hall like upstairs like yeah. in the women's room just like thumb thumb and soap and some, <laughs> some pumps around totally <laughs> well and it makes me i think it would be a cool kind of segue to talk about if you knew someone in food and beverage that was having a baby, what advice would you give them now that you have had, like come out on the other side and feel good about where you are from both of your situations because they're pretty unique? Like if Hannah were your oh, bar back. Oh my God. I'm pregnant now. I'm turning 30 next year and your baby just magically oh inseminated it just, me. It's a miracle. Uh, I think just having a plan for once you have the baby, especially because you might think, oh, it's fine. You know, they sleep a lot and they do, but you don't know when they're going to sleep. It's not like you can be like, okay, from now, for the next four hours, you're going to be asleep. It's like, you're going to be kind of asleep and you're going to be crying 15 minutes into it. And then, so like having just a week or two, even just to get used to not leaving your house and just being I, kind of on beck and call, um, is really important because you just you, you think you're gonna have more time to do things, but you don't really. And then it stabilizes. But for the first week or two, it's really just kind of 
you're at the mercy of your baby, basically, and you're not even able to take a shower um, or change out of your pajamas. You're yeah. leaking. Yeah. Um, it's um, you're recovering from a major traumatic physical event. You know, yes. um, even if you have an easier pregnancy or an easier labor, and I was really lucky um, as well to have a pretty, you know, kind of easy going pregnancy much easier labor than I thought because of course I'm like reading everything that could go wrong yeah, you're like, the entire time. So I'm like, hard. I'm going to have an emergency C-section. I'm going to yeah. like, you know, have this. I'm going to have that. And it ended up being fine. I was in and out of the hospital, but it could have, you just never know. So you really have to prepare to at least take two weeks to just, you know, kind of just recover in whatever way, you know, that means. Yeah. And it sounds like like from what you're talking about with your staff is like asking for help yeah. in pretty much any like and just big expecting yes. that you're going to need that. Yeah, getting ready to be like, okay, these are the people I know I can count they're on. They're not going to see me for a week and a half. They might see me for 5 minutes. Yeah. But they're not going to see me in the way they're used to seeing me. Right. And I'm going to reiterate, you got to stash away that mattress cash. <laughs> get you you got to have your own money because you're going to freak out when all you want to do is like get nice coffee and your bank account is zero and you have no cash yeah. on hand. Yeah. And then my two cents would be make sure you really communicate with the people that you're working for. And if they're not awesome people like NIDA or the people at the Charleston Music Hall, get yourself a new job. Yes. Yeah. And make sure that you are taken care of before you go into it, right? I'm getting a, I'm getting a hell yeah from my <laughs> audience. Some amen Love from it. the audience. Because if they're not willing to do that for you, there's something wrong. A, it's yeah. you have rights. Um, and it's a very normal thing to be in this industry and, it's and have a child. not going to get easier. No. Like if your kid gets sick, they're not, if they're not understanding in their right. early stages, they're not going to be understanding exactly. when sure. they're three and you're... <laughs> You I have call a, out last a girl who minute. just started working at Renzo who has a five-month-old, and it's great wow. because she's super part-time, which is exactly what I needed. Um, but it's also nice to have somebody else that's kind of, you know, along the same trajectory as I am. She's a yeah. month past that, so it's kind of fun to be like, well, what was, you know, your baby doing at four months, and is that normal? And so we have a soundboard, and it's just so nice to have somebody that I can kind of, you know, relate to on that level, but that also... I feel really good about hiring her because I'm like, oh, this is so awesome. I have a mom here. And what a cool thing to be able to provide. Yeah, to, to provide someone. that, like, Dude. like and someone be who, like, you're cool here. It's yeah, fine. and just like you were saying, it's so nice to get out of the house. So for yeah. her, she loves it. She's there like twice a week, three times a week. You know, Jack she's some able to mattress cash. Yeah, get out of there. <laughs> she's able to socialize. Her baby's also bonding with her dad, and you yeah, know, her dad's like taking care of her baby for four or five hours and feeding her, and is able to have a special relationship without, you know her being the only one that can provide for her either you know I love That's it really important I think for Eric and Izzy too that sometimes I'm like here's a bottle like if you need anything I'm downstairs but yeah it's here amazing. you go you guys are so so wonderful for coming here to talk about your beautiful babies and this wild industry thank you for and having I'm, us Hannah no, I can't wait to see it. your baby <laughs> <laughs> my husband's listening like what the hell <laughs> so I hear you're pregnant wild how far festival. along are you <laughs> yeah we got her what have you been doing we got another one really quick gestation too you know like yeah exactly weeks from now. yeah no, but thank you guys so much because <laughs> it's such an important conversation and like yes. I know, like, we're, like, worrying about all of our community in New York with, like, coronavirus. And, like, I think people don't realize how precarious things are in the hospitality industry, whether it's, like, having a baby, having a health problem. Like, all these things can overturn a business and, like, oh yeah, someone's life. So, like, yes. knowing, like, hey, I'm not the first person who's gone through this. Yes. Here's some advice. So, You're thank you guys. Alone. That's awesome. Um, you're awesome. I love seeing you every year. Please give all my love to everybody at HR. We will. This is always the highlight of my festival. And I want to just thank you all for listening to Heritage Radio Network on tour. Again, I'm Lindsay Collins, the host of FNB Radio. You can listen to me at EFFNBRADIO at gmail.com. 
or email me there. And then you can also listen to me at EFFINBRADIO.com. Thanks again, Ben's friends. You guys, wow, talk about taking care of each other. That is an incredible industry if you uh, haven't checked out Ben's friends. They do some amazing, amazing work for food and beverage people. It's, it'll totally inspire you. Check them out. Um, and for making today's coverage possible. Those guys are incredible. Again, I'm Lindsay Collins, and stay tuned for more from Charleston Wine and Food. This program is powered by Simplecast.